Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we have an incredible human being, an awesome entrepreneur, influencer, and blogger that is Mallory Johnson. Now, I have gotten to have the privilege of knowing Mallory for the past few years as she joined my community, I would say maybe back in 2018, she joined my program, Pitch It Perfect, um, and has also joined my other program that I have called the Influencer Academy and watching her be able to grow has been phenomenal. She has completed over 100 brand collaborations with brands such as Coca-Cola, Costco, Oreo, all by sharing her her knack, her knack and her niche in motherhood, lifestyle, fashion, and beauty. Um, MJ is what we call Mallory Johnson. MJ is also a curly-haired millennial mother and military wife. She does a lot with her beautiful hair, and she, of course, has a really unique angle being the wife of a serviceman. Today, we talk about this ever-changing world of influencer marketing, how to stick out among the saturation and how to keep evolving as it grows. And I think MJ is one of those women who truly is an example of what it means to listen to your audience and evolve. And she talks about how to do that because I know that that is a big missing piece for a lot of people. We get it conceptually, but how do we actually break that down? And so we talk about that today. And we also talk about how to develop a sustainable social media strategy that allows you to create impact and content on your own terms for longevity. So I love today's episode. I love MJ. You're going to love her too. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Hi, MJ. Hello, big How are you doing, Julie? I'm doing so good. And I'm so excited that you're here. And I know that this conversation has been a few months coming. And I'm I'm just thrilled to have it because you are someone that I've had the pleasure of having your spirit and your energy and your expertise and your just essence of who you are in my community for several years now. And I have loved watching you really step in to that version of you that is a leader, that is, you know, a healer, that is um, living and breathing and leading with integrity. And I think that you're just, you're such an incredible example of what is possible when you trust yourself, believe in the process, even if you can't control or predict the outcome. And so I'm so excited for you to share you on this podcast today with our amazing listeners, if you want to go ahead and share a little bit about your journey and how you have gotten to the leadership role that you are now in today. Well, first of all, damn, Julie, like you make me sound amazing, but thank you. I, I'm just so honored to, to, um, honestly, you're one of the people I look up to and, um, you've become like a pseudo mentor for me, like your goals <laughs> in so many ways. I, I always, always come back to your content and, and so many of the things between, um, uh, picture perfect as well as with, um, 
CIA, the, the, uh, oh, sorry, I'm losing the track of the mind, but uh, the Influencer Academy, you know, you have been such a foundational piece of my growth and continue to be. So it's just so awesome to have things kind of full circle come back and have this conversation with you today. But just to share a little bit about myself, I am MJ. I go by Life by MJ all over the internet. So my website, Instagram, all the places. Um, my real name is Mallory Hank Johnson. And um, for the past few years, um, up until recently, I was a project manager for a gaming tech company here in Las Vegas. Um, and I did that for several years. And I was really, really successful about it. But I always had this itching or inkling that I knew I was meant to do something else. And to be fully honest, I had a really good job. Like I was making six figures. I was really comfortable. Um, I, I was good at my job. I had all the great benefits and everything, but I just knew I wanted something more. So back in 2017, I started my blog. This is like the third iteration of me trying to figure out the internet. <laughs> and um, I started Life by MJ and I was in the midst of my infertility journey. And I, my husband and I had had so many challenges trying to conceive, uh, miscar multiple miscarriages. And I felt like things were out of control and I really wanted something that I could control and I, I needed an outlet. So I really just went full in on social media. I went about a DSLR and I just started getting tunnel vision on how the hell am I going to grow this? Because I got tired of seeing everybody and their mama and just no offense of anyone, but seeing all these people just blow up. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, well, I feel like I can do that. I feel like I could be like them. Like I, it's not to say that they weren't special, but I, I felt that I could be, be something for someone or connect with other, other individuals and be their person. So I put myself out there and I started taking pictures of myself on this DSLR and doing, you know, friend photo shoots and blogging here and there and started going to events and brands started noticing me as I started putting myself out there talking about um, my infertility journey and the issues that I was having. Um, if you guys don't know this, if you're struggling with infertility, the especially on Instagram, those, those individuals go hard for you. So I definitely take a look at those hashtags if you're looking for a support group or finding your person to help you through your own journey. With that said, I started putting myself out there. I was getting hit up by brands and I just did not know exactly how to talk and navigate with them. But then on the flip side, I also felt like it would be great if I could kind of take control of it and, and start the conversation and initiate the conversation. So yeah, I came across Picture Perfect and I knew right away this was the program that I needed in order for me to go ahead and monetize my social media and take things to the next level because I really had no way of figuring that out. I really didn't know how to start those conversations, um, approach things from a place of value, and really just, again, put myself out there. And I started doing that, and things really just opened up for me. Um, I was able to secure within my first year, um, actually within a few months of taking your program, um, I was able to secure a four-figure deal. I had less than less than 10,000 followers. I think it was around like 6,000 followers. Um, and it was a long-term brand campaign. 
Um, in addition to that, I started being able to work with some pretty big brands. So Johnson & Johnson, Costco, Walmart, Target. I mean, things just started moving. And I was I was just kind of also a bit overwhelmed. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I still have this inkling of there's something more. There's something more. And then that's when you had, you came out with the Influencer Academy. It was like serendipity. It was perfect timing. Because I was just like, how do I take this? the next level? How do I scale this? How do I make this? How do I build longevity and create generational wealth? And granted, you know, CIA didn't have all the answers for that, but it definitely became the blueprint for that. It became the the foundational piece that I still turn back to in my current business all the time for me to be able to really get back to my core, my purpose, my why. And so you know, between Pitch It Perfect and TIA, you know, the Influencer Academy, I, those two things really were paramount in terms of my foundations uh, with then taking the next step with building my own business. Um, when, after TIA, I then released my own e-course, which I don't want to say it bombed <laughs> by any means, you know. I, I started creating a newsletter um, I started putting myself out there as an educator, and I really didn't know what, what I was doing, <laughs> to be honest, but I was trying, and it was just this continual incremental thing of just putting myself out there, um, staying true to who I was, you know, staying staying in my lane and owning my lane, you know what I mean? Not staying in my lane because I felt like I needed to be in a box, but because, like, this was the MJ way, and I was going to own it fully and authentically. And it just keep it going. So um, if to fast forward and kind of bring things uh, to the current, I, I now have a successful coaching business. Um, I'm actually operating a mastermind that feels totally aligned to my business. I still continue to work with brands, um, really large brands and even smaller brands that I feel are a little bit more aligned to uh, my goals and my intention and my purpose and my audience. Um, and I no longer am a project manager. I'm doing this 100%. And had I not taken that leap and bought your program, I know I would not be here. Like, I'm sorry, I'm getting chills thinking about it. But there's just no way without me having that knowledge and the confidence that you provided in your program that I would be here having this conversation right now. I mean, you totally, totally changed my life, Julie. <laughs> oh, well, and MJ, you really like, thank you, but I, I didn't do anything. You did it. Like I, I, I provided tools yeah. and provided a roadmap, but like you mm. decided to raise your hand and go down that path. And mm. that's what I want to touch on because you, you just shared so many nuggets and I, you know, you really have what everyone that listens to this podcast wants. Like mm. you have a career that you love. You have women that you get to serve at a really high level, beautiful way. You have partners and sponsors and brands who happily pay you to promote their services. You get to show up and coach and provide this really holistic support system in a way that feels really good to you. You have everything that every woman comes to me saying, this is what I want. And the reason why you have that is because you had the courage to take that leap and to test things out and to not give up, even when it's overwhelming, even when it's crazy, even when you don't have all the things. And you also chose to do it bravely. 
and to really like keep it going in that consistency. And so I want to talk about how, because there's a lot of women out there that they, they want, they want what you have, but they can't quite seem to like take it to that next level of impact. So I want to back it up to, you know, the first step with you with, with really uh, taking your brand partnerships to a more national recognized level. How were you able to do that? You mentioned confidence, you mentioned value. So what changed in you or what changed in your process that allowed you to start attracting, you know, brands at a much higher level? You know, for me, it, it all started from, I got to put myself out there. And if I don't, I'm going to sit back and see all these other years go by again, where I'm going to wonder what if. And, and I just got so damn tired of wondering what if. And I, I noticed when I was putting myself out there, um, granted, I made so many missteps. I still continue to do. I still make, I, want, I don't even necessarily look at the mistakes. I look at them as lessons. You know, and that's a whole other thing. But I, I, I made so many different missteps and, you know, went, went different directions that without that intention of going that way. But <clears throat> continually by putting myself out there, allowed me to kind of stretch myself and stretch my confidence and really using that as like an anchor of like, okay, well, what I did this, this happened, you know? So just sending that initial, you know, sending that initial email or shooting that DM um, and putting myself out there like, Hey, brand or whatever, you know, Mr. Brand or whatever, um, loving what you've got, loving, you know, loving what you're providing. I really think that I could actually be of service to you by XYZ. Um, perhaps maybe we should work together. Let's talk more about it. And honestly, just kind of waiting to see how it goes and even following up, you know what I mean? And, and so it's just that continual, cause I, I speak to so many people and I'm like, why are you scared? Why are you scared to pitch? Why are you scared to put yourself out there? And honestly, they're just scared of their response. And it's just like, well, put, why don't you switch that to, but what if you do get a response? You know what I mean? Like flip that switch. Like, what if you get that? Yes. Like, screw the no. What if you get that? Yes. And I actually heard from someone, I have a podcast myself and, and a young lady shared on there, you know, uh, instead of, instead of starting to count the yeses, she started counting the no's, you know what I mean? And that's just kind of, it kind of became addicting. Like I make my list of, these are my dream brands. Like these are the people that I want to reach out to. And one of the biggest ones that I initially, I was able to secure um, a pretty substantial bill was Revlon. And I was so scared to pitch them. I'm like, it's Revlon, an international brand. And I'm like, you know what? Here I am with my less than 10,000 followers. Around this time, I think I had like seven, six, 7,000. And I was like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. I put myself out there and they loved what I, what I pitched them. And we ended up um, working... I even put the contract together. I mean, I can say that because I put it together, <laughs> but I put the contract together um, and, and we ended up doing a three month deal together. And that became so paramount and fundamental to, again, seeing my value that like, well, damn, if Revlon can see my value and worth little me here in the desert in Vegas, <laughs> like why not shoot for the freaking stars? Yeah, sure. Let's work together, Walmart. This is my value. This is how much it's going to be for me to do these deliverables and things like that. Hey, Costco, have you thought about this? Like, it just became like, it, 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 I felt like I was in competition with myself. 
in a lot of ways. It was just like, let's just see where this goes. So um, I, I, I hope I'm answering your question, but honestly, it's just that catalyst of like, let's just see where this goes and not question, not, not starting with the negative in mind, like, oh, they're just going to say no, you know, and not putting that energy into it. Because I feel like when you're putting that energy into it with when sending that email or that DM, you're going to get that back. You know what I mean? So it's not to say, you know, not to have hesitation, like fear is, is normal. Feel fear is real. So I was scared. I had those butterflies. Um, but I just kept going with, well, what if they say yes? You know what I mean? Like I went into it, like, they're going to love this. Like, I'm going to make it so good. They, they can't help but say yes. And honestly, you, you talk so much of that. I know you said that, that you, you provided the tools, which you absolutely did. That is, that is really what your program is at the end of the day is that, you taught those tools so that my mind automatically was directed that way. Like you provide that value piece you put instilled into that. Julie, again, was just so, again, has been so fundamental where I've been able to relinquish so much of my fears of my own value, if that makes sense. Because I still pitch myself to this day to other businesses and not necessarily to work in brand partnerships, but in other aspects where I know I'm coming, you know, I'm, I'm providing them my MJ services. So whether to speak at a conference or speak on a podcast or whatever it, it may be, you taught me how to take a step back and really look at what am I providing in terms of value and work to them. Um, again, whether it's a brand or another business. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. Oh, and I, I love what you said about the value piece because there's this saying that it's like, there's always going to be someone who doesn't see your value. Don't let it be you. And I just, it, it's just facts, like hashtag fact, <laughs> because the tools, in my opinion, from my experience, the tools are a lot of times the simplest piece of the puzzle. Like, it is so easy to go and invest in a program and get the tools. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is like enroll and, and pay whatever investment price that it is. That's extremely easy. Extremely. It's a click of a button. Mm -hmm. What's not easy is believing in yourself enough to execute those tools in a way that actually gets you what you want. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that that you just really hit on that with it's like it really comes down to the mindset that life is nothing but a series of choices. And for anyone that's listening, if you are someone who you can't understand why you're not getting what you want in life and you're tired of beating your head against the wall, I want you to start getting curious on the way that you think and how you manage your mind and how you're talking to yourself and the limitations that you're putting on yourself. Because if you argue enough for those, then you, you get to keep them and what you, what you give is what you receive. And so I think for you, Mallory, the reason why you saw so much abundance and so much receiving of that is because you showed up and you said, okay, I don't have the tools, so I'm going to go get the tools. And then once I have the tools, I'm going to use the tools in the way that they're meant to be used, which is going to help me up level my impact and my influence and my ability to a whole greater level. And then from there I can then grow. And so I would love for you to share with us once you had the tools and the confidence to, to really put yourself out there and to start working with brands in a bigger way. I know that you started to kind of get a little bit more clarity on like, okay, so who is MJ? Who is she meant to serve? Like, where is this going? And then what transpired next for you on your journey? Absolutely. So things again, were just kind of going insane at that point. And I remember things changed so much where I had friends and family members saying, oh, I see you doing your little internet thing. You know, what are you trying to do? Be a model or whatever. And the conversation totally changed to, how are you doing this? You know, how, how are you getting these, these deals and how are you growing and all these other things? And for me, like it, it was, it's been amazing to work with these brands and I've had such amazing, I still continue again to love working with brands. I love the creativity piece and, and the ability to align each other's messages um, to help my audience or help their audience or whatever that may be. But I felt there was still, again, something more that, that, that I really wanted something with longevity. And as a black woman, you know, I, I needed to really tap into something that was going to change not only my life, but my family's life. You know, at this point, I find I was able to conceive my daughter, you know, after a, a great, great journey with, I shouldn't say great, it was tough as hell, journey with IVF. And, um, and, and looking at her face, you know, I'm getting these brandos and I'm looking at her face and I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what's next, you know, and, and, and not just for her, but for myself too. You know, I, there's something else here, you know, that, that, that I'm meant to build and serve. And so I challenged myself to figure that out. And again, like I said, it was almost like serendipity. You had been put out TIA, the influencer Academy. And I honestly, I remember you had this incredible challenge before it. That was just like, really, I was like, this is it. This is, this is perfect. And I, and I did go into it. I I was totally that, that individual going into like, this is going to be the thing that's going to figure it all out for me. You know what I mean? And once I got into it, my mind was blown and I was being stretched in such uncomfortable ways that the growth was just happening right in front of me. Um, and it, it was uncomfortable in all the right ways, if that makes sense. So by any means, it wasn't painful, (laughs) but there were times where I was just like, it it felt icky. Like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, what is the purpose? What is my why? What is the foundation that I'm trying to exist on? Like, what is the stake that I'm going to 
claim in this whole internet? What is my corner of the internet really going to be, be about? And TIA has continued to be the piece that I circle back to when I need to get clarity on that. And there's so many tools. Like if you think Picture Perfect has a lot of tools, which it does, it totally does. TIA is like a behemoth of tools, you know what I mean? And, and not in an overwhelming way. You really provide it in such a, a calculated and strategic way. And again, like I said, I still circle back to it, but it, 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 it's, oh man, I'm trying to put it all into words because <laughs> it's just so freaking good. It is freaking good. Um, I, I felt myself being challenged and I, it, TIA was the catalyst that really allowed me to start my coaching business. And I started coaching people. I was, I'm almost embarrassed to share what I was charging, but I was charging $50 a person. And I was giving them like the whole kit and caboodle. Like they're walking away with so much and taking so much of my time. And that's not to knock anyone who's starting out at 50 bucks. You've got to start it somewhere. But TIA allowed me to put myself out there. I started putting the proper systems in place. I started putting the right um, things in place to continually nurture my audience. And so it wasn't necessarily about having followers. It was really having an audience and how am I serving this audience? And what is the value that that value piece is coming back up again, but how am I providing that value to them where it's not, and this is to not knock anyone, but I just felt my value wasn't just going to be, here's a picture of me in a cute outfit. You know what I mean? And my value wasn't just going to be, okay, here's my hair. You know, here's a selfie of my hair. And this is not a knock against anyone. Cause I think that does, that, that does provide a level of inspiration for others. But I just felt like I needed to do a little bit more. I wanted to really dig deep and again, have something that was going to continue to grow um, sustainably and long-term and TIA provided that for me. Um, I have taken so many different programs and CIA literally is the one picture perfect that that piece of that confidence was instilled for me. But CIA is the one thing that I circle back to really get back to my core. And it's really become like a great way. I can kind of go through the program like, okay, wait, let's just fit, you know, let's see holistically, are we approaching this right? Like, and it almost becomes like this really quick checklist. Like, am I doing these things? And not to say you got to do all the things by any means, but really you, you really provided a great holistic way for someone who's wanting to build a long-term and sustainable brand. I mean, TIA has just been, been perfect for that. For those listening who are wanting that, they're wanting the sustainability, they're wanting the long-term value, they're wanting the scalability. What has been that one thought process or tool or structure or system, however you want to call it, that has remained true to you now over and over and over again? Honestly, it's the, the purpose piece and, and you, I don't want to give anything a lot away from your program, but that it it starts out from that first module. Um, and I, I can't remember what lesson particular it is, but Getting back to my why, and under and I and I loved how you even shared. You, you were very personable about it. How yours has shifted, different, you know, depending on the season, and understanding. And it that honestly didn't click for me until a few years ago. So at the time, 
I was just like so tunnel vision. But now, now having been in this for some time, that totally speaks to me because as a mother, as a wife and being an entrepreneur, like the goalpost is going to shift. Like nothing is meant to stay the same and that's okay. But having that, that piece where I could really break down my purpose and how personally and also business-wise and how I can use that to really be the anchor to continue my momentum, that, that's, been the, that's been everything for me. Like that, I feel like if you're not clear on that, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable all the time. It's funky all the time. You're going to be getting very general results all the time. Like you, you're just going to feel like you're trying to, you're going to keep feeling like you're trying instead of doing, you know what I mean? Or you're not operating in your flow. And that honestly, Girl, I, I, I know I probably sound like a broken record, but that has been like the core piece, that purpose piece, coming back to that um, and checking in on that. You know what I mean? Checking in on that and having a pulse on that has been everything for my business. Oh, you just hit on what I think. I just, I really hope that people are listening to this because what you just hit on is something that I think is so profound and true because it never ends. I mean, no matter what, I'm seven years in my own business, MJ, and I'm I'm still having to go back to like, what is my vision? Like, what is my mission? If my mission is to truly accelerate the impact of leaders who are in positions to scale their influence and create that iconic success, am I really showing up in that way? Am I providing what they need for them to, to, to get that? Like it's, it's constant. And I think that you, what you said about, like, you're going to feel like it's forced and like, you're trying instead of it being this natural, just like thing that's coming through you and that you're doing and you're able to make happen. And for those listening that never ends because there's always a next level there's, and if you're someone who you're, you're always seeking to stretch yourself and to grow and to be the absolute best version of yourself, then you're going to have to constantly be looking for ways in which you can step into that. And so it never changes. And I don't know any successful business leader out there who's like, oh, figured it all out. (laughs) Don't ever have to update the program. Don't ever have to shift the course. Don't ever have, it's like, no, it never ends. It never ends. I mean, women and men that I know that have been in this industry for, for decades still, still look at that. And so I think that that is a massive takeaway for those listening, that if you feel like you've plateaued or if you feel like you can't quite figure it out, like, remember that it's never, it's never done. Yeah. No, so, that, that, that work is continual. That work is incremental um, and it's cumulative, but also, like you said, it, 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 it's also a continuum. Like it has like no defined ending, um, but you also have the power. And I think that that's really what TIA also helped me realize is that you have the power to define what that is. And, and I really want individuals to understand, like, this isn't, nece- you know, this is, program isn't necessarily for, you know, if you want to be a coach or if you want to, you know, create your own program or whatever it may be. I think like, if you want to be like a huge influencer, a huge blogger, a huge TikToker, whatever it may be, this program can take you to the next level so that you have sustainable growth and you have longevity. And so when these programs, you know, when the, the next TikTok comes out, when the next Instagram comes out, you still have something that you own and that you love 
and then you can circle back to that's that's what I love again about about this program and the principles that you taught to take away from it that it it, it it's purely foundational you know what I mean and it's it, it provides you that secure foundation um, but also with that flexibility to change and shift as you need in your life so and you know, you just touched on something that reminded me, like when it comes to this idea of influence and of leadership, I think there's a piece to it that I believe is somehow and sometimes missed. And it's this idea of, yes, there's creation that needs to happen, but it's also this idea of attraction and not in the physical sense. Like you need to be attractive, not someone thinking you're hot, but it's like, you need to be emotionally attracting, spiritually attracting, like, like really at this higher vibrational frequency, being attractive to what it is that you're trying to bring in to what that purpose is, to what your mission is, to why you want to show up and serve and, and share your message and spread your word. You have to make sure that you have the tools and the emotional maturity and understanding to truly attract at that level. And I think that sometimes people don't take it as seriously as they need to, because you'll hear these general phrases of like, you know, there may be a leader out there and they're like, you know, my purpose is to change lives. Oh, change lives. No, her purpose is to literally change lives. Like that is a big deal. She is, she's not effing around. She is here to change lives. And so I think that since sometimes these phrases or these, you know, these ideas or these purposes get thrown around, people don't really take it as intentionally or as seriously as they need to. And it is my hope for those listening that like at the very least, take yourself seriously, take yourself intentionally, take your message and your purpose and why you want to show up and be a solution provider or be a service provider or be someone who has a voice that, that impacts millions. Take that seriously because it has to, it has to begin with each and every one of us. From, from Mallory, that. for your mission to, to go out into the world and for it to be as big as you want it to be, it has to begin with you. For my mission, it has to begin with me. And for those listening, it has to begin with them. And, you know, and that goes back to just even like my PR days of like, you have to be able to toot your own horn. If you can't toot your own horn, no one else is going to toot it for you. Like you, you have to be able to do that. You know, it's not like I want to be seen sometimes I want to shine kind of, sort of, you know, it's like, there's no gray with this. Like you either want to impact millions or you don't, you either want to change lives or you don't, you either want to be a solution provider or, you know, you either want to transform someone's hair with the shampoo that you're creating, or you don't like that's, do you want to be the absolute best at what it is that you're trying to do? And that's just a choice that each and every person has to make. And so I think I think that you made that choice early on. You might not have known how you're going to get there or what it was going to look like or who was going to be there, but you had that within you. And so I would love to know those next steps. You know, you've gotten the tools, you've gotten the education, you've, you've reached out for help, you've found, you know, community. So, so what happened then for you to be able to have the coaching and the mastermind and the services that you now have? you know, I had to keep doing the work and that all goes back to putting myself out there. You know what I mean? Continually putting in the work and, and experimenting, 
so it, it's so funny. I was talking with someone um, the other day about how sometimes it could look wishy-washy if you change your mind, if you pivot, if you're trying this or trying that. But instead, looking at it as an experiment, like I'm going to try this and take a look holistically at the results and then see how I feel even about the results. And if it's not exactly what I was looking for, I can pivot and change. And, and having the power to do, understanding you have the power to do that. Um, and it's totally okay. Um, I have pivoted multiple times within the past times that, within the past few years that I've taken uh, Pitch Perfect as well as TIA. And, um, and it's okay because those things have provided me the foundation so that I had that value piece, that confidence piece. And then I had also that structure to maintain that momentum, to maintain those systems and processes, um, to stay engaged and nurture my audience. Um, and then circle back to my why, my core, my purpose. But honestly, putting, putting, the, just getting out there and doing the work and trying and showing up. I mean, that's so, I was pulling my audience the other day and um, asking them, you know, what are their biggest fears, for instance, with Instagram? That's like, I know TikTok's really hot, but a lot of times I'm noticing when people talk about social media, they really talk about Instagram. They talk like this other outlier. And asking them their gripes. And a lot of them are saying they're afraid to show up. And that makes me so sad. It just makes me so sad. However, I understand that resonates with me. There was a period of time where I was scared as hell to do it. And there's been times within this, this journey of being a full-time entrepreneur um, where I felt a little scared to try and, and show up. But I kept circling back to that piece of like, but if I don't, I'm always going to wonder what if, you know, and life is too damn short for that. You know, life is way too short to continually wondering what if, and I want to check off all the boxes. Um, even if that's, you know, may come off to some others is like, you're constantly trying different things. Well, yeah, I am. And that's okay. <laughs> like, what else is life supposed to be? Like, you know, there's nothing wrong. I, I admire those who find, who, who can stay in their purpose a hundred percent, you know, athletes, for instance, or artists or things like that. But even them, they run into moments where it's just like things shift and they're looking for that next thing, you know? And, and so it, it's okay to shift. Um, it's okay to change your mind. But I think the biggest thing is you got to put yourself out there to see what type of results you're going to get. Otherwise, it's, it's, I see so many people internalize it. I see so many people hold themselves back. They overanalyze it. You know, overanalysis leads to paralysis. And I, I, just, I just wish people would just play and have fun with it and dabble. I mean, I, I'm careful with that because. I do feel if you put dabble, you know, if you put dabble energy and get dabble results, so you, you got to be careful with that. But but don't be afraid to just put yourself out there. Is really what I want to really put out there is that don't people are going to have something to say. People are going to have their opinion. People are going to judge you. There are trolls out there, but your people are out there. You know what I mean? I know I'm not meant for everyone, and I'm totally okay with that. There was a period of time. I wanted to attract everybody and their mama and I got everybody and their mama results. And once I took a step back and was just like, you know what? You really helped with this, with the whole avatar, really figuring out who your audience is. And again, I always come back to that. Um, 
once I kept coming back to who the hell do I really want to help? Who do I want to consume my content? You know what I mean? While working with a brand, even, you know, going back to that brand piece, how is this brand really going to help my avatar? You know what I mean? Like, is this aligned holistically to life by MJ? Is this life by MJ? You know what I mean? Or am I just doing this because they have their, you know, dangling some money in front of me? And so I say no to brand deals now because I'm so firm in the value I want to provide to my audience, um, the value that I want to provide in the services to the brands, um, the value that I want to provide to my clients. I I feel and understand who I am so much because I just put myself out there trying to bring it all back. Like I, I had to throw some things out there and sit in some things for some seasons, be uncomfortable for some seasons to really figure out who I am. And here's the other thing that I want to say, I'm still figuring it out. Like I feel I've never felt this confident in my life, but I also love the fact that I get to stretch and play as much as I want and my business will move with me and I can find that audience that I need to. And I know how to do that. And it's honestly, I have those tools in my back pocket to be able to do that. But I have that confidence of just putting myself out there continually and having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. So good, Mallory. And I, you know, there are no mistakes and there are no accidents. And I think mm-hmm. that I hear this a lot from my husband we were talking about it before, before I hit the record button, he's an actor and he'll talk about this all the time. They'll be on set and he'll have, you know, his lines. And so he'll run them. And then the director will be like, Oh, that was interesting. Try it again. And then, and then he'll do it like a different way. Oh, that was cool. Try it again. And they'll do like five or six takes of just different ways to say the same thing. And then when they get into the editing room, based off of the story and, you know, the impact that they're trying to create through this message and through the story, they'll take the best, what they feel, and maybe not the best take, but the most interesting take or the Mm -hmm. take that's really going to tell the story. That's really going to create the most impact, which becomes the best take. That doesn't mean that my husband didn't do his job. It doesn't mean that those other takes were terrible. It, It actually means that he did do his job because he, he tried something different ways. He tested things out. And I think that that idea can be applied to anything. I mean, and I wanted to talk about, cause you were talking about how you'll have to pivot yourself. I'm sure you're now in this season that like you'll, and I know that I am, and I think I'll be for years to come. Like I'll even take pitch it perfect. For example, the pitch it perfect that was created in 2016 is not the pitch it perfect that is here today in 2021. And, you know, for a lot of the students that have been with me since 2016, they've seen, yeah, you, I mean, you've seen all those iterations. You've seen how much, like, I'll look back and be like, oh my gosh, that 2016 version, I wouldn't even want to put my name on that now. But Feel like good, at, the girl. Time, <laughs> at the time, it, it was the best that it was supposed to be. And it did what it was meant to be. And then from that, I was able to like change things and get feedback and get, and I'm not talking about harsh criticism and cynicism. I'm talking about constructive feedback from people that are like, Hey, I believe in you. And I believe in this program and it did help. This is how I think it can like really help. And, and then you're able to make something better. But if you actually never put anything out there, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't try and test and try different things, you're never going to even give yourself the beauty to be able to pivot in the first place. And I'll see it now in my own coaching programs and masterminds. I'm constantly asking for feedback. You know, what would be helpful? Like what resources am I giving you that you're not using? You know, what resources do you need to use? And then that allows me just to create a, a better 
you know, relationship, a better experience and a, a, a better product at the end of the day. And so I would love, I think that permission to pivot is huge. And I would love to hear from you on, you know, now that you have your own mastermind and your own coaching programs and services, how has that permission to pivot looked like in, in your business? For me, it, it is about listening to your audience and asking them what they need. And, and, and I continually lead from a place of how, how can I serve my audience today? You know, and, and I have different audiences, you know, it, it, I have brands, I have just, you know, the people who are just going to like my, my content and, and that's, and it's totally fine. I'm totally okay with that. And then I also have my clients. And so it depends on who I'm asking that question to and for, um, and being cognizant of that, you know, what avatar am I dealing with here? Um, but but also um, not being afraid of that feedback. Because I know that can be so scary. It's just like you want, and that comes from a place of control. You know what I mean? I was talking about this with my mastermind clients and uh, members. And, and, and it's just like, there's this underlying thing. We want to control the relationship and the, and the, the, the impact. And you want to control the response. And really, the only thing you can control is the intention. You know what I mean? And feedback is an opportunity to refine that intention. You know what I mean? So like you said, like you got that feedback from, you know, from your audience. And I know, for instance, with, with Pitchy Perfect, we, we weren't doing audits before. It's great that you're doing audits now. Like people need that. And I, I'm sure someone provided feedback on it. Like, oh, it'd be great. You could, you know, or maybe people were submitting it in, in the Facebook group. Something so simple could be so uh, profound for someone, but if you're not asking, you're not listening, you know, if you're not putting yourself out there, <laughs> you'll never know. You can never strengthen yourself. So that's the one thing. And, and again, you talk about this in TIA is, I mean, I remember you said interview people and I was scared as hell to interview people. I was scared as hell to like ask one of my followers a question and, you know, put a survey out there, but I put my survey monkey, I did my homework and that survey still is relevant to today. I did that years ago and I still have, all, I, I have, I was doing surveys last night before, you know, last night um, on stories on Instagram, asking my audience, what do you guys need? What is your relationship specifically to Instagram? Because I wanted to know that um, because I want to always come from a place of value and service. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I feel like my business is such an opportunity to express myself. Um, it, it, entrepreneurship, I, I didn't realize was going to be such a journey, um, journey, a spiritual awakening in a lot of ways for myself. I did not sign up. I did not know this was going to be a journey of self-discovery by any means, but I love it. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to take full advantage of it. You know what I mean? And if I just kind of sit back and just ride the wave, you know, I'm not really learning. I'm not really expanding. Um, and I'm not knocking anyone who's at peace with that. That's totally fine. I'm not at peace with that. And so for me, I've, I've got to stretch myself. I've got to challenge myself. And that's why, you know, again, putting yourself out there. I know it's not like a broken record, but putting yourself out there in so many different ways can have such profound results for you. Oh, so good. Um, MJ, tell us a little bit more about your mastermind and who you serve and all the magic that's happening within that community. And I know that there's a lot of people here that would love support with social media. So I think they're going to be excited to hear about this. 
Awesome. Yeah. So my, my mastermind is called the Mindful Creator Mastermind. And um, honestly, talking about pivoting, I'm really in a place where mindfulness is something that I've realized I've always been talking about all the way back to that when I was talking about infertility, that I was really talking about purpose and intention and, you know, what, what is my why and what, you know, what does this all mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I found that that was always a connection with others. So uh, a way for me to connect with others. So I have built that intentionally now into my programs where I really find that we, we as influencers or even business women um, or entrepreneurs get on this hamster wheel with social media, you know, where it's like, yeah, I feel like you got to do all the damn things. You feel like you got to do the reels. You, you know, Instagram will say, we only want video now. And then YouTube's algorithm and Pinterest and blah, 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 whatever it might be. And you get bogged down with all of, it's almost information overload, you know? And I've realized that people need to, re- to, to note that these are tools, you know, going back to that tools piece and that tools don't necessarily mean rules you know, and that you can really create and implement your own strategy using these tools to build the business that you want. So that's really fundamentally what my mastermind is about and what my coaching services are about. Enrollment currently is closed, but I I do have a wait list. You can go to lifebynj.com backslash mastermind um, to sign up. And I'd love to have you in the next round. Um, But I'm getting so much fulfillment um, from this mastermind. And so many of the things and I'm sure, Julie, you noticed this with your own program. So many things that I mentally, mindset-wise dealt with uh, when I started out, I see from my mastermind members. And I feel so um, honored to be able to help them through those things, you know, and knowing that I don't necessarily have all the solutions. They have the answers within themselves already. And so I, I feel called to help them unlock that and unleash that and really help them sidestep a lot of the stuff that I did. <laughs> I've been in other programs. I, I've done other coaching programs and they're not all one and the same. And that's why I also know I'm not meant for everyone, you know? Um, but if, if someone's looking for having a, a sustainable uh, social media strategy for the long term, um, that's really what my programs are about. Um, I am working actually on a VIP day specifically for Instagram that has a lot of those fundamentals into it. So stay tuned, join my email list. You guys can go to my website for that. Um, because I, again, feel like Instagram is like this hot button right now where people get so caught up, especially now with these announcements, um, that Instagram makes where they're like, you need to do all these things. And it's just like, hold on. These are options. These aren't the rules. You can do whatever you want. So true. And it's like, just, you know, everyone's like, Instagram's trying to compete with TikTok. And so now it's like reels, but I'm not a reels. And I'm like, well, then don't, it's fine. You don't have to do it. There's a lot of really successful people in the world that aren't even on Instagram. I know it's shocking, but like, if it's possible for them, just to keep that open mind. So thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your journey and your wisdom and being an example of what's possible. I mean, I think that that's really the the, the biggest thing that I hope those listening today that, that see that in you, that you are truly an example of what is possible. And I think that you gave so many, you know, 
actionable pieces and just reminders for some people and maybe new revelations for some people. And so if you're listening to today's episode and you had any moments that truly resonated with you or that you truly connected with, please let MJ and I know. Uh, MJ, what is your Instagram handle? It is life by MJ. And you can also find me on my website, lifebymj.com. Awesome. And I am at Joel Solomon, hashtag the influencer podcast, because MJ and I want to see your stories. And then we want to share those as well. And, you know, talk to you in the DMs and all that good stuff. So thank you, MJ. I so enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much, Julie. It's an honor. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.